Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Gerica. Let's talk women's cricket. We're joined by uh, Cricket South Africa Women's Under-19 and National Academy coach, Denisha Divnarian. Thanks very much for joining us again. Denisha, are you well? Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm very well. Still surviving the bubble life. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, let's, yeah. talk, let's talk about these women. Can we say thumping Pakistan? There were a couple of close matches in the one-day internationals. Yeah, I think, look, we've, we have been a lot rusty with the ODI series in terms of cricket. I mean, it's 10 months and the last series we played was in New Zealand and we played really good cricket then. Um, and then, you know, leading up to, obviously, the series, we played a lot of T20s. And I think that showed a lot more. It was more convincing in the T20 win. Uh, but yeah, credit goes to Pakistan as well. I'm sure they have their shortcomings as well as a unit leading up to it. I'm just happy that, you know, we could go 3-0 up and we can only look to improve from there. A little bit nerve It's It's lovely to see a one-day international go down to the last ball. That first, yeah, first one-day international. Yeah, no, it's really exciting. Um, it, it's good for the game. It's good for entertainment. And obviously it's good to... Um, you know, execute skills under pressure situations because mm, as much mm. as you can coach, you can't coach, you know, how we're going to execute skills in pressure situations. So um, from that aspect, I think that's a positive view, but it, it's really good for the game. Yeah, How many times have we seen a bowler bowler wide in the over? or, or you know, it, it just What's it like? Maybe you can explain to me as a coach. What's it like? What do you tell a bowler in the last over and, and they need, say, 10 runs or 6 runs? Yeah, I suppose you've got to just back your preparation. Eh? Um, I always like to use the phrase checkpoints. So, um, you know, just, just running into your action, know what you want to do. And at the end of the day, you can either be the winner of that or the loser of it. You just have to be in a position where, you know, you're going to grow from it, you're going to learn from it. And, yeah, I just think you've, you've got to just back your preparation and, and follow your checkpoints. And um, obviously, if, I mean, if the batter gets it on the day, then well done to them. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you, if you do lose, it's got to be on your terms. Okay, so as long as you put the ball in the right place, if the batter hits it over the over the ropes, you go, well, that's the way it is. Yeah, something like that. I want to talk about Sunay Luce quickly, the captain. Um, mm. Bowls herself sporadic, sporadically. One over, then three overs, then suddenly ten overs. What's she thinking? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I personally think it's obviously something just mental. Um, you know, it's something she's got to get maybe into performance game mode. And Because, I mean, in the net, she, she lands that, that ball where she wants to land mm. it all the time. Uh, before Wama, she was the first one there in the middle she probably bowls more in a warm-up ball than in the game itself. I just think um, she needs to bowl herself, obviously, a lot more. But we've got to work on the mental side of the game. Um, it did show in the third ODI. Uh, we were happy to see that, you know, that there's still a lot of positives out of it. Um, and then she gave her over in the T20. didn't go too well. But I think we're also blessed with a lot of bowling options. So we mm. don't want to obviously force her when she's not in a good space. But it's something we've got to tackle as a unit. I'm almost thinking back to the days of Hansi Cronier where it's almost like if he had to come in and bowl at one point, he would come in and, yeah. and shore up a side. Yeah, it's exactly that. And obviously, we don't want that from her. I mean, she's a world-class all-rounder. Yeah. Um, you know, and she's made the elite list of, I think, in the top 10 of the best all-rounders in the world. So um, it's definitely something we, we want her to do. Um, it's just getting you know the right fundamentals in the head mentally where she can sort of perform under pressure, even when there's no pressure to just land the ball. Let's talk about the batting. Lizelle Lee's Laura Volfart. Uh, Laura Volfart, how are you going to stop that lady? No, I don't know. You just got <laughs> to hope you do some, some miracle. I mean, she's she's a class act. Um, 
that opening pair is, you know, is something we've we've been persistent with for a very long time, and you know they seem to back well together. But I think Laura's just in, she's I don't know she's batting on another planet mm. or maybe in another era of time. But you know it's it's also like she does she does the good things consistently. You know she she's a true work of the ball. She is a natural talent, but she works just as hard as if she had zero talent as well. Is Pakistan a fair competition for us? Is this a, a, a good team for us to be able to test where we are on the globe? I think any international team would be, but where we headed um, and where we want to be, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say not so much. Um, obviously, we want to be consistent in the top three for numerous years. Mm. Um, and in the ODIs, we fought. So we are making good uh, stepways to get to that, but I mean, if it's in England, Australia, sort of India as well, then, you know, we'll be in a much better space if we can get series wins against them. The good news is getting game time. I'm just having a look at the amount of games that the South African women have played, uh, especially ODIs. We've played many more than, well, we've played how many more? Four more than any other team that's played, which is good news for the girls. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, I I also think that, you know, from an ODI perspective, you know, we need to, understand what's our brand of cricket there and the more games we play we can develop that brand um but yeah look it is good um it's just about working to a common goal now and all these games count for something mm, it's mm. It, it has to be that yeah t20 world cup in south africa in 2023 i see the writers have been writing it up already that this is the beginning of the preparations uh, would the team be preparing that far ahead yeah definitely um obviously a lot focus going into the 50 over world cup but, um, like, if you take the series, for instance, you know, there's some senior players that, that doesn't get a chance to play, and that's just solely based on, you know, combinations, and we want to see what's our depth in South African cricket when it comes to T20 cricket. Um, and obviously, there's always an opening space for a youngster to come through the provincial structures, and if we feel they're on par leading up to the 2023 20, World Cup, then there'll definitely be, be a space for that as well. Yeah, the, the two years is enough time for somebody to raise their hand. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly that. <laughs> you got you got to move some stalwarts out of that team, though. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's where my job becomes so imperative. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you this last time. Uh, what what is the, the current depth like then? What is what is the the under nineteen and the academy teams looking like? The academy team is looking quite strong. I mean, most of my players are here in the setup already. Um, I've got a couple of fringe players. Um, so we've got like left-arm seamers, you know, left-hand bats, um, you know, pace. We've got two ladies from Border who are phenomenal mm. at what they're doing now. They were actually involved in the camp. They did really well at the Women's Super League. Um, I think one big factor for us maybe is we could keep in flow, um, you know, and we've, that's that's an area we've got to touch basis on. Um, and then just in terms of under-19, I'm not going to say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be blatant with you and honest. It's... It's not the standard we want to see, but it's of no discredit to the girls. I mean, the mm. structures in place before that was allowed for what we have now. But um, I am hoping that obviously with my new role that the structures get a lot better. Uh, we can have tours in between. We can have, you know, acceleration programs. Um, and that will obviously put us in a better space. I mean, if, we, if I'm being really honest, we're actually starting from scratch now. Mm. Um, and it's just about building a, a professional environment where you want to create world-class or a World Cup winning 
players. Uh, Denisha Devnarian, is it part of that? Is is that the school sports that are not helping girl cricketers? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything, to be honest. Um, I mean, under 19 cricket, the only time that they play competitively, competitively against other provinces is in December, which happens over a week. Sure. Um, and now you take, for instance, last last year, um, well, actually not last year, the previous year, yeah. we had a under 19 week in Alstrick, and the whole week rained. So oh, these no. girls trained the whole time to not even bowl a ball. Um, so that's also something I think Cricket South Africa can do a lot better in. Um, and then I, I, it's also part of the school structure as well. Not, not a lot of girls are playing high school cricket. Um, although I must say primary school cricket is quite rich. Um, but it's that transition once you get into high school. I think mm. girls go into other sports and, you know, we lose, we lose bulk of our players there. Uh, I know you need to keep your powder dry. A lot of backroom shenanigans happening in Cricket South Africa. Are you getting the support? Yeah, yeah. Look, I must be honest. Um, uh, Cricket South Africa has been very accommodating with the plans that I have in place. Um, the only thing that hasn't been accommodating is COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to have to send a, send a note to the virus, I think. But um, I think, yeah, look, Cricket South Africa has been really, really good to me. And obviously, they, you know, they share my sentiments and what I want to achieve with the, with the younger generation, should I say. And um, yeah, so far, everything's been good with him. Uh, just what's your view what's your view on again hosting a subcontinental team in Durban yeah I don't know it's so tricky for me but um, like I thought maybe we'll go into the high felt or something yeah. maybe some bounce and stuff but the only way I, I'm just going to take it as you know if we can overcome the series and you know if we win here um, playing against a subcontinent team in slower conditions then mm. you know it's a big plus for us as well okay good point um, yeah so I'll take it as that <laughs> Uh, okay, so tomorrow, second T20, then a couple of days rest, and the third has the, the final T20. What do you see happening? Yeah, definitely a win for us. Um, I can only see that we can go from strength to strength here. Yeah. Um, and look, the girls are putting their hands up. I mean, if you look at Tasman Blitz, got an opportunity up the order, ended with women of the match. So um, I'm really excited. I actually want to see us back first, <laughs> um, just to see like what, what, what can we post. Mm. But... Um, I think it was a good decision to bat second. I think it was well calculated chase. And um, yeah, I just maybe because the game, uh, maybe not the last ball, but maybe in the last over. Denisha Divnarian, thank you very much for joining us. Cricket South Africa's women's under 19 and the women's national academy coach. Good luck to the women proteas in action again tomorrow.